All right, brothers. So first, before we get going, I do want to say a couple of things. I need to apologize to Staff Sergeant Justin McGuire for forgetting his name. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Sergeant McGuire, I, I'm sorry. I just drew a blank. I, got, I don't have the best memory, but I promise I'll make it up to you when you get here. Um, we're we're going to get you on and I'll apologize to you directly. Um, and second, man, I just want to tell you guys, man, I, I love you guys. You guys are my brothers. And I don't, I can't really think of any other relationship aside from my two best friends from elementary school and high school that, uh, you know, you we can not talk. Because, Timmy, how long has it been? Like, oh, years. 15. Couple, yeah. 15, 16 years since we've talked. And then we get on the phone and it's like we... We talked yesterday. We never, never skipped a beat. And Javier, I mean, you my dude. So <laughs> I, sometimes I can't answer your calls or your texts, but it's never no love loss. Um, we just hey, look, look, look. You're, you ain't got to say that, man. I've, I've texted Timmy before. Most people sometimes don't it takes me like two weeks before he answers me. And I'm like, bro, I, I wish you a happy birthday like a month ago. Yeah, he probably forgot it was his birthday. Yeah, that's, prob <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Day Room. Um, back with Sergeant Javier Vigo, my boy from Hunter Army Airfield. And we have Timothy Johnson. You made Sergeant, right? Right before you got out? Absolutely. I was, uh, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was E6. Wow. Okay. So Staff Sergeant Timothy Johnson. Fun fact, I was E6P too, but, you know, took that P and walked with it. Awesome, man. Well, welcome. Um, Thank you for having me, man. Not a problem. So, Javi, since we already know your story, um, we'll get right to to Timmy's story. Uh, where are you from, Tim? So, originally from Long Island, New York, you know, the, uh, just about 20 miles east of uh, New York City. Grew up there and, uh, you know, moved back here, stupidly. Take me through or take us through your journey to the Army. Um, high school. Did you join right after high school or did you go a, a little bit So I, I did the delayed entry. Uh, my parents signed the contract back when I was uh, 17, you know, like everybody else that does the delayed entry. I was uh, an average student, average athlete in high school. So I knew that wasn't on the, uh, the agenda. I wasn't going to the SEC to play football or anything like that. Didn't really see college was for me. So joined the army. Um, Fun fact, my brother was in the Navy, so I definitely was staying away from them. Uh, went into the Marine Corps office. That guy was at the lunch, and just like any good salesman, the Army guy scooped me up and uh, got me to take the ASAP that Saturday and join the Army. Sounds about right. An Army recruiter just chilling, waiting for the scraps. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I graduated high school in June here in New York. I was on the uh, airplane down a as you guys like to call it last podcast, Relax in Jackson, you know, I, I, I pulled into South Carolina in July 1st. So I, I was, I didn't want to stay long in the summertime. So I got right into it. What, what year, or, what year did you head down? Uh, 2001. 2001. So I was in basic when the towers came down. Okay. Damn. Uh, From New York. We were actually on the live hand grenade course. Wow. 
Now, so, yeah, so we all I was already at, I was at Campbell, I think. I was, yeah, I was at Fort Campbell. Um, what was, what was, was it like? Me? Or, oh, you were? Oh, me. that's right. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? And we didn't even talk about that because I forgot to ask you what year you were down there. But Timmy, what was it like um, being in basic training during 9-11? And tomorrow is the anniversary, so. Um, yeah, um, it was surreal. Like we all thought in the beginning, because you know it's all mind games, and they're trying to mess with you the entire time. Uh, like I said, we were on the live hand grenade course. I just gotten my two grenades, you know, holding them to the chest, and I heard over the radio, um, "There's been an attack in New York." Uh, I didn't pay it any mind or anything like that. We got through with the range. We were supposed to bivouac that night out in the field. They put us on the cattle trucks and drove us back to the barracks. Um, it was the first time we got to see TV the entire time I was at Jackson. They rolled in two TVs. They turned on the news for about 20 minutes. We saw the smoke. They uh, they allowed me and five of the guys that I was with in basic to call home to check on everybody. I had an uncle who worked in the city. My dad is a volunteer firefighter. He was down there. So just to make sure everybody was alive and safe, which they were, thank God. Um, and then it was back to business as usual except for right before they put lights out and Firewatch was, gentlemen, get ready. We're going to war. And if you don't want to be here, check out tomorrow morning. And there was a couple of people who checked out. Wow. It was, uh, but it turned, it turned real. It, the mind frame for the drill sergeants was switched almost overnight. So it was surreal. And then uh, graduated from Jackson, got on a bus with uh, – couple guys and drove south down to Fort Rucker, Alabama for AIT. Now, what's got going to. through your mind? Because that's got to be a mind fuck. You join, not even, I mean, it's peacetime when you go through, yeah, when you get to basic. Correct. Training. So, yeah, it was what, week week five or six? I don't remember the exact week, but I know we were in second phase. So my mindset was uh, I when I enlisted, just like you, I, uh, I enlisted as a 93 Charlie at the time, but now 15Q air traffic controller. So really, I didn't think, I didn't realize there was a tactical side to air traffic control. Right? I thought it was all fixed-based. So in my head, it wasn't really sitting home. And then when I got to Rutger, we were going through AIT. Boom. There's a tactical side. You're going to go into the field, set up airfields. That's what it started getting real. And I got into AIT, I think... The original wait was uh, twelve weeks, but they fast they started fast tracking everybody. So I was on that program. Um, that's back like we were. I don't know when you went through, Marcus. When did you guys have to do weekends? I was IET. I or, um, I was um, prior service, so I didn't. Oh, so you didn't have to do any no, of that stuff. And like I didn't that. come in as a controller. I I went in as a signal as communications. Okay, so. Um, so, but we, we started doing weekends and day and night shifts just to get everybody through. Yeah. No um, weekends. I was so, in my hotel room. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's how, that's how it was. Like once they started implementing it, everyone was like, yeah, cause we did get um, weekends for a little while and then it started ramping up just to push people out because fences were starting to close around units to get them out there. So I got, uh, I graduated with one of my best friends of all time in the army and he him and i got both stationed at hunter over in savannah georgia 
Who is it? You guys talked. You guys talked about him a little bit on the last podcast. That's uh, Seth Ruff. Uh, Seth. Yeah. So me and him actually, uh, we graduated. We were in the same class. Graduated the same day. Got orders to uh, to Hunter. Um, and then we, uh, he went back to Hawaii. I went back to New York for a week, and then we met back up at um, Stewart in processing. And that was uh, that was interesting because you know you go from all strict everything to then I get to Stewart to in process, and I'm 18 years old and I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, nobody's telling so, you. Nobody's herding you to a bus. Not yet. <laughs> nobody's no making idea. you run everywhere. Um, so I, I get there and somebody calls my name, and I walk up and it's this short E6. With a maroon beret on. Howland. Yep. Who was uh, it? <laughs> Paul Howland. I'll remember this to the day. And he goes, grab your, you know what, and throw it in the back of the truck. And he came and picked me up. And the hey, you entire can curse way on back here. To... You, can, you can use foul language. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Ain't no censor in here, we, baby boy. We didn't go over the rules, okay? I don't My know bad. if it's PG-13. No, just be Timmy. <laughs> oh, so yeah, he goes, grab your shit, throw in the back of the truck. So I hop in the back of the truck and the whole way we're driving. I'm thinking I'm stationed here at Fort Stewart. We're driving towards Savannah. We get there and, the, you know, I get to put into his platoon, his squad, and it just went from there. Um, I got there. They put me in the barracks. That's where I, uh, I, I, I run into my, my roommate at the time was uh, awesome. He uh, was not very happy to see me because just like everybody else in the barracks, they wanted their single room. <laughs> he had it all decked out perfectly. So I ruined that for him. Uh, then I met Javi. He was our roommate. Uh, we shared the bathroom together with uh, Jeremy Doyle. I don't know if you knew Doyle. He might have been gone before you got there. He was, he was already gone, yeah. But yeah, so we the four of us hooked up and became thick as thieves. And then uh, Espo left. and um graber moved in with me and that just turned into the the four horsemen of the apocalypse every single night just tomfoolery ensues um now we'll, we'll get, get into, into some of those stories too we'll, we'll share some if, uh, we'll get it we'll get into a couple of the don't get graber later, or ravelstadt in trouble yeah um then we get the orders we get the warno that hey pack stuff up you guys are going to kuwait to invade iraq uh, when we left January 3rd, 13th, uh, oh, yeah, 13th of yeah. 03. And that was the hurry up awake game, just like the army likes to play with everybody. Um, I was the fun fact. I was the fourth truck across the berm the night we invaded with, uh, with our teams. So it was a, I, I, I make a joke of it now. It was a Bradley and Abrams and Abrams and our soft shell hum these with sandbags on the floorboard to stop what i no idea <laughs> i say this because i was I, I was i was riding with uh sergeant first class phillips and Woo! he was a, he was a he was an ex-marine former marine whatever you want to call it in the army and i laugh to this day i go sergeant phillips i don't know how stupid these guys are but if they're as intelligent as i think they are the tanks aren't getting shot at we are he goes yep that's the way the cookie crumbles. Drive, and that was our <laughs> our joke. The entire convoy into Biop. So we took over. We got to Biop. 
what, uh, April 2nd, April 3rd? Uh, I think it was, I think yeah, it was. You got, you got there after us. I know that. It was, yeah, I got, no, yeah, I got there before, because y'all got there before, uh, before Matt's, uh, yeah, before Matt's, uh, April 2nd. So we must have taken it around late March. It doesn't matter. It was a pretty, pretty fun, eventful drive. Uh, then we, uh, yeah, we took Bob, came back home, what, after nine months, and then spooled up for, Taji and the Green Zone, which uh, some more tomfoolery, if you will, <laughs> on that deployment. Not so much tomfoolery on the first one, but until we got back to Kuwait. Um, did that deployment, and then we went out to uh, Kalzu. Did that deployment. Uh, the entire time I was still with Delta Company or Foxtrot Company, whatever they were changing it to that month. <laughs> and then I ran into uh, one of my, our old first sergeants, who was then uh, sergeant major of the NCO Academy. And he uh, offered me a deal I couldn't refuse and changed my orders from Korea to go back to Rucker. And I became a small group instructor at the NCO Academy for two and a half years. Nice. And then I made some I made some poor life decisions and got out of the Army um, because of that. At that point, I was uh, I, I was set when it came to a lot of things. Um, but I got out, came home, started uh, doing odd jobs here and there, and now I got a nice steady job working in uh, finance, which is going great right now. If you guys are familiar with uh, with rates and all of that good stuff, but no, nah, but not. army, uh, the army treated me well. You know, like you said before, Shaq, you make friends that you could never ever meet outside of that type of environment. I, anybody who's probably into like a big time sports team probably understands it or all of us military guys, the brotherhood and, and or sisterhood, because I could tell you, I could pick up the phone with any of the, the women we served with and it would be the same exact thing, smoking and joking and carrying on. And it's like the last 15 years hasn't happened. You know, and um, and I will say this: it's it's part again. Like you heard me say before, this it's the big reason why I started this thing is because I miss you guys. I I miss the uh, I miss us just shooting the shit. And most of us, ninety nine percent of us, are closer than we are with our own family. And you know, I know for a fact that if I ever needed anything. I can I can get on Facebook, I can get on Instagram, I can DM any person that I served with and they will always have my back. I can't say the same for a lot of family members. And it's sad, but you know, I mean that's that's it is what it is. That's true. It's like that Jeremy Renner line from the town, whose car are we taking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right? Exactly. Absolutely. But you gotta also think about it. You also gotta think about it like this, like um well, it's, it's, and, and I, I could say this be, between me and Timmy, because me and Timmy, literally, literally, um, we were like the stable of uh, the company at Hunter. Me and him alone were there the longest. We yes. never left. We were we were there every every from from 
I got there what? I got there in late 2001. And and Timmy got there what? Early 2002? Yeah. So from that moment on. Yeah, late 2001, December 2001. Yeah. That's right, because I got there in October. You got there, you got there in December. So from 2001 until Timmy, you left when? Oh, you left bro. shortly after I did, right? Because I left, I left end of 2008 is when yeah. I got out. Uh, two, 10. I was there almost it, a decade. From 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 2001 to 2010, it was me and Timmy, the longest ones there. Everybody else were, they were people that were either they left and came back. Or they were new, and it's insane I've to me been, that you guys were at, the, at it, it one is, unit it that it's long. Crazy. It's I, crazy. Like, Shaq, I literally had orders to Germany on five separate occasions. Literally, orders in hand to Germany on five separate occasions. Yeah, it's probably a good thing you didn't go to Germany. I think it would have been really <laughs> good for my mind, really bad for my liver. Me and Timmy went three deployments together. Every single one, we were together. You know, that has been my brother since 2001. Look, um, I didn't share this, you know, last time, but there was a there was a time when uh, and when we were out in buyout, um, our first deployment, I got some bad news at home, you know, um, and um, one of the buildings, matter of fact, the, the building that we stayed in, there was a roof area where we used to go. That's that was our hangout spot. You know, we'd go up there, we just BS, you know. At, at, at buyout, at buyout. Okay, yeah. So back in three. That was yeah. That was that was that was our that was our spot, right? So the day that I got that news, you know, we all went to to uh you know to the to the what you call it where where they had all the the the, the, the vehicles for the, matter of fact we went to where to our Teus because that's where we used to use our phone. So we went to the Teus to use the phone. So you know. After that, we rode back to the building. They went up to the sleeping area. I went up to the roof, and I was up there by myself. But I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want. I didn't want. No, I didn't want nobody at all. Right. But um, you know, them being my brothers, right? They didn't leave. That, they didn't let. They didn't let that slide. So they ended up looking for me. Finally, they came upstairs, and they they figured they didn't see me downstairs. They knew where I was. Um, and they were, you know. For, for a situation like that, they they didn't judge. They didn't they didn't they didn't keep asking what was wrong. Nothing. All they did was sit down. That was it. They didn't say a word. Wow. They sat down and that was it. They figured when I was ready, I'd say something. You know what I mean? And 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 we we stood up there a good like 15, 20 minutes, nobody saying a word. But they were there for me. You know what I mean? So that bond is is something that you know when you go through a through, through a war, you go to a place, brand new place where you've never been, and you have people that that you you know you've you've shared little moments with up until that point, and then you get into a, a situation where it's real world type stuff. It, it it changes that bond a lot, you know, and just them being there like that made me know I was like, yo, these 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 are my dudes forever. No matter what happens between here and then, I'm gonna reach out however many years it takes between whatever. Those are my brothers. And Timmy, and Timmy is the one I've I've been with him the longest. So every every deployment, man, I was like, yo, you ready? He's like, 
Let's go. Let's do it. You know, we come back, go back and do it again. You know, so it was it was it was real. Like every time I I, I got to, to to go down to where Timmy was, it was like it it was it was magical because we're like you know it's like a long lost brother you haven't seen in years. Yeah. Right. So you see him and you're like, hey. and then that's it. So you know, and, and this had to be a- this this probably from your first deployment until you guys split when when you got out and then Timmy got out had to be special because. And I, I don't like to use the word special with the situation, but you both are from New York. We're mm-hmm. we're going there in Well, response. no, hold on. Check, check. Let's let's My bad, my bad, my bad. Here we go. Here we go. The, 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 He's from Jersey. And I know this because when I was on when we were going on leave, we I, would drive, I would drive him home. And yeah. he got out of the car prior to me crossing the outer bridge crossing <laughs> or the Gulf of Bridge, which means he's from Jersey. Okay, I stand or, corrected. So let's let's see. But you know, but in dog. fairness, where did the New York Jets play? They, 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 see, the problem. They, they should be the Jersey Jets and the Jersey Giants, but they're not because people like to just claim they're from New York when they're not. It happens. <laughs> I mean, it happens a lot. Look, this is this is this is we, we go. This is this is always right here. Well, okay. So you guys are in the vicinity, somewhere that I'm not from. It's it's close enough. If you live in Jersey, you probably work in the city or have family members that work in the city. Yep. Okay. And, this is, I mean, we're we're going over there in response to something that happened. It, it hit close to home for both of you. Yeah. Um, and then to have this bond that you guys have. Did that ever cross your mind when you were, did you guys ever talk about that going in? No, no. You know what? It's it's, it's funny. We we never really, like, it, it, to, to us, it was just like, first of all, one, once we figured out where we were, each of us was from, that was it. We didn't, we didn't mean nothing else. You know what I mean? Just the fact, because. If and, and Timmy, Timmy can tell you this for a fact. Um, in our unit, there weren't many people from New York, you know. And then if they were from New York, they weren't from the city, you know. So it was, you know, it's different when you when you think about people from New York and they're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm from Albany. Yeah, I was gonna say Rochester. Is that not okay, considered? Yeah, New York? Uh, Buffalo and all that. Yeah, Canada. Whatever we call that Canada. <laughs> but uh, but you know, Timmy. Being born in Queens and then moving to Long Island, you know, and then me being born in the Bronx, moving to Jersey, we already, that was an instant thing. So everything else really didn't matter, you know. But then once, you know, when we got, because, you know, again, when when he got to, to Hunter and I got to Hunter, we already, we already, our mindset was already, we already know where we're going. So that wasn't even a question, you know. Yeah. But being the fact that we were from, from that area and then going together, we never really put that together. We were just like, oh, we're going, you know? So I think to answer your question, Shaq, was like, one, it, not much has changed with the three of us right now. We were young and dumb back then. We just got older, right? <laughs> we, we decided we raise our hands and say, yeah, we're going to go join the army because that sounds fun. But like, I didn't put two and two together. Oh, I'm going over there because the towers came down. Legitimately, in my head, I was like, I'm going over there because the guy with the stars on his collar said I'm going there. It, and looking back at it, yes, it it's huge that, you know, we went there, we saw that, we did that, whatever. But realistically, it's, it's a job, right? Like, uh, that's what I always tell everybody. It was a job. I showed up every day, or at least I tried to, and do my best. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That's what I tell her. I might have been. 
What's up? I said 100%. That's that's the, the exact same thing I tell everybody. They, well, you know, you you did this. Thank you. No, it was a job, man. You show up to work every day. I, I knew what I was signing up for. It is what it is. And, and, I, and, and like I said, when we, our first deployment, it was what? Like I, I celebrated my 21st birthday in Iraq. So yeah. and you guys... You guys, you guys know me well enough where you know that's not anywhere near where I wanted to spend my 21st birthday, right? <laughs> I'd rather be puking at a bar somewhere like I was for my 20th birthday, okay? Statue of limitations are over. I'm 40 now. <laughs> I, I, looked, I looked it up. Hey, um, that, 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 that you were in international right waters. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm using Doyle's ID to get in now. Doyle was 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, <laughs> five, I'm six three, you know. It's there you go. Six and, three, one seventy two. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> soaking, soaking, soaking wet. Hey, I look like a Greek Adonis with my clothes off. You guys never got that joy in your lives. Yeah, one of those now, pillars. Now just, yeah. Oh, now um, let me let me ask you this, Timmy. Um, yeah. And, and I let first let's talk about some of the shit that happened in the barracks while you got when you guys <laughs> first got there, and I'll get to. Oh, God. Cause we we Javier Javier and I talked about his first impression of me, and I I laughed. Every and now I listen back to that episode, and I still laugh because I probably did seem like a fucking weirdo standing out there just holding a coffee mug, watching everybody else smoke, not talking to anybody. I plead the fifth. Okay, I'm <laughs> I plead the fifth. No, no, right. we'll get to it because you're gonna you're gonna spill right. the beans. But I want to I want to hear some of the, the the stories from early on in the barracks. Um, Cause we we had some rowdy ass barracks on Hunter. Oh yeah, we like so. I don't. Well, what barracks do you remember on Hunter? Me? Just so I have a mind frame. Yeah, I never. Like I, I know you didn't stay in the barracks. You were you were living off base, but like when you were inspecting them. Um, that's so long ago. I have a shit memory, man. Um, was it was it the trailer park or was it the pinwheels? What's the difference? Because I didn't know I didn't know the, names. The pinwheels were on the third floor. And then it was the and the it trailer was the, park. For, it was the pinwheels. What's up? It was the it was the, the pinwheels yeah. up on the third floor. Yep. We had the whole floor. Yep. Okay. So I I roll in like I said. Um, Colt Howland, awesome awesome dude. Um, gets me my room. Get hooked up with supply, all that stuff. They give you the go fund the chem light batteries. Get me uh, get get me the keys to the approach gate. You know they they're doing all this stuff to me. I'm I'm the new guy. I'm getting hazed. Whatever. It's all good. Uh. Give me a box of grid squares. You know, it's all the dumb you know, shit. One of the same. Yeah, all, all the all, all the top ones, right? Go go find the sniper repellent. Uh, yeah, like you know. So I finally get into the barracks. Like I said, uh, Epson Epson was my roommate, and I walk in, and now he's got this room set to be Mac Daddy, and I actually taught him in. Uh, the NCO Academy later on. So we actually joked about this. So I'm not putting anything out there that I haven't said already to him individually, but I felt kind of bad because this guy has got the Mac daddy room. He's got flags hanging all over the place from Ohio or wherever he's from. I think it was from Ohio, but wherever he's from Youngstown. And I'm like, well, Youngstown sucks. Notre Dame is the best college football team to ever play. Your room just got turned into a, my room too. So move all your stuff off this bed. And he had the bunk, literally. They had ten foot or eight, uh, yeah, ten foot ceilings. The bunk was eight feet off the ground because nobody was sleeping in it. So I had like <laughs> two feet of room to sleep in, staring at the 
ceiling until I got to move his bunk. I'm pissed, trying to find a new roommate. And they're like, no, this is the one you're assigned. So I opened a bathroom, and apparently, if you guys have never been, anyone listening to this has never been in an army barracks, guys don't lock the door when they're using the bathroom. Okay, so I walk in to the guy that's on this podcast with us right now, going number two, and he goes, hey, what's up? I'm Vigo. <laughs> Taking a shit. So immediately I go, what's up? I'm Johnson. All right, you can leave now. I'm taking a crap. All right. I slammed the door. And I went, let me know when you're done. And that's how it started, like literally. And then he walked into the room afterwards. I hope he washed his hands because we did shake hands afterwards. But, you know. He's from Jersey. He probably didn't. He's from Jersey. I bet you he didn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he walks in and you know, literally uh, it was him, Doyle, and Epson. And they're like, yo, what are you doing for dinner tonight? I'm like, I'm going to going to the defect. You know, I, I like to eat for free. I like to, you know, not spend money that I don't have yet. And they turned to me, to the three of them, nope, you're coming with us. And they took me out to dinner that night. We went to Hooters in Savannah. That was our, like, mainstay there for a little while. Wait, Hooters and, in Savannah um, or the one in, um, what was that that city between? No, it was in Savannah. Okay. It, it, it's, it's, right, what was that, right, Brunswick? Right past, uh, right past no, um, Garden City. Okay. The one in Brunswick right. was... Horrible. I, oh, they, that, they were all horrible. I don't know Savannah, man. They, they you know, Savannah was 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 was, that was, was, a, was a place to be. Yeah, had oh, a couple stop. girls from SCAD in there. It was a place to be. Look, it was uh, a place to be at uh, that uh, point. At that uh, point uh, in time. At that point in time, it was a place to be. I, I never seen so many people strike out except for the New York Yankees today, other than Javier. Who for this? Hey, we still won the game. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, they take me out, and Javi's the mechanic for all the radios and stuff like that. I find out Doyle's in a different platoon. Um, Epson's on a different team than me. And literally, we all just gelled. And that was our running crew for a little while. Uh, Epson went to, uh, like I said, Korea. Yeah, it was Korea. Yeah. And, uh, that's when Graber moved rooms and he moved in with, was it you or Doyle? No, he was, he's with Doyle. Doyle was yeah, he was Doyle. And then Lincoln, Lincoln moved in with me and you got your own room at the end of the yeah. hall. Yep. Um, and then getting ready for deployment, it turned into, that's when the tomfoolery started because people were, the, the mind, mindset was, yeah, we're all coming home, but what happens if we don't, right? Like you never know what, what's going to happen. Um, so Lincoln was over 21 in my room. I'm 18, 19. So we've got four fifths of Jack Daniels in the fridge and like five cases. Oh no. At that point I was drinking, uh, forties. So I had the old E forties in the fridge and then the barracks inspections start happening. And we got Sergeant Major Smith or Sergeant Major Smith now, but at the time it was our first sergeant walks into the room and Jack, if I could show you the disappointment on his face when he opened that. <laughs> so I don't know if you know Lincoln and if he's listening to this buddy, I love you because you took the heat round for me, but everybody knew he opens the fridge and goes, wow, Lincoln, you drink a lot. And Lincoln didn't drink at all. 
Lincoln, Not was Lincoln was in bed by 8.30 every night, up early, dressed, ready to go to PT, like super soldier. Me, I'm rolling out of bed after going to bed at 4 a.m., right? Like, <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to go run this off. Um, but then he looks at me and goes, one, you shouldn't have that many 40s. <laughs> Two, you only have one bottle per person over 21. There's five of them in there. There's only one person 21. So that, that one I got a little heat route for. And that actually started the rumor of me being the uh, the drunk of the, the team. But, you know, I guess I lived up to that a little bit I was going to say, uh, it's not far off. <laughs> well, then one night we're sitting there and uh, because I had that fridge, we, we a lot of people came down to the room, right? Like um, Vigo would just walk in. Through the back, uh, through the bathroom, grab something. We'd be hanging out. One night we roll in, and uh, our across the street neighbor has got a keg in his room. Oh, in the barracks. So, in, in the, the barracks, bar- got yes. got a keg. They they filled the bathtub slash shower up with ice and put the keg in the bathtub. Yeah, and Maddie, we walk in, and Maddie goes, "Hey." You guys want some beer? We're not going to be able to finish it. Like, I'll never turn down a free beer. You want some Jack Daniels? We're not going to finish that. So we start <laughs> literally in the hall. We've got, like, the um, the fold-out chairs with, like, the cup holders. We're just sitting in the hallway in the yeah. barracks. In, in the barracks. And people are, like, looking outside, seeing what the party's about. We're just sitting there and went, guys, we should really do something before – Somebody calls us just sitting out in the hallway like we're white trash trailer parks. So Mac goes into his room, grabs his ironing board, puts it down, and grabs a deck of cards, and we start playing spades. We are playing spades for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, the drinks keep flowing, and now we're getting louder and louder. Somebody opens the door. Hey, guys, got to keep it down a little bit. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you guys shouldn't be out in the hallway playing spades. Okay. Timmy being Timmy, Javi being Javi, being from New York that we are, start getting louder and louder. And now Matt's getting – and he was from Boston. So now we're arguing about the Yankees-Boston rivalry and all of this. All of a sudden, here comes – who was it? The people that – Walked that night to check, like fire. Uh, uh, staff duty. Staff duty. Staff duty walks in. You guys have to go to bed. No, we don't. Okay. They call the MPs. The MPs come. MPs go. You guys have to go to bed, or you're going to be put on extra duty right now. And without skipping a beat, Matt turns around and goes, "You can't put us on extra duty. We're all drunk." <laughs> So uh, the, what did they what did they do to you guys? Did y'all just go to bed? Oh, they they, they, they literally just said, "Guys, you gotta go. You gotta go into your room." Like I was already in the room hiding under the bed because I'm 19. Everybody else is over 21. I'm like, um, I'm the one who's going to jail. Yeah. So I, we walk back, like literally not hiding on the bed, but I'm like standing in the room, and uh, they're like, "Guys, you just have to go to bed." I think it was like 5:30 in the morning, right, Huff? By the time was, they, they finally remember. put us in the room, it was it was it was it was real early. I mean, that was a Saturday night, so it worked. But yeah, so it was that kind of stuff. We walked in on uh, 
And they walked in on me, which we're not going to get into that story. <laughs> but they walked in on me. We won't. We won't name the name. We're not, we're not getting that. But. That statute of limitations hasn't changed yet. Okay. Yeah. But uh, maybe offline, I'll tell you that one. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? That those are the things I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I'm not going to be responsible as the host of this thing for for any no, marriage I, you I, ruin I give you or one good one though. Yeah. So, so check this out. So we come back from uh, deployment number one, right? Um, at that point, I'm 21. Uh, so you know, I didn't have an, I didn't have an issue going out and, and 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 getting drinks, right? So it was whatever. So we're we're in the we're in the barracks and uh, we're uh we're, you know we're we're knocking them down. And all of a sudden, an MP pulls up, uh, comes up on the floor and says, hey, uh, which one of you is Tim Johnson? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, what did we do? Timmy, how'd you get caught? So uh, Timmy reluctantly was like, uh, that, that, that's me? So he's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, we got your mom downstairs. And I'm like, what? And uh, she's like, it, it, we were, he he said, uh, what was it that, that he, she couldn't find it. So, you know, they finally found us. Uh, so they brought her upstairs. So when she gets upstairs, first thing, is, the first thing she says, she doesn't say hi to anybody. She just says, I have beer. And we were like, what? <laughs> is this before or after like, yeah. the deployment? <laughs> no, literally, Javi got back a couple of days before me. I was one of the last guys to leave. Yeah. So he had the beer waiting up in the barracks for me. But like, you know, you're on your way home. I call my parents be like, hey, I'm, I'm flying. I'm supposed to be flying home on or around this day. Right. Because that, that's what they tell you. And uh, yeah, she just showed up. She, wow. flew, she flew down to Savannah and just showed up on base, not even telling me she was going to be there and shows up with uh, what was it like a, a, a 12 rack or 18 yeah. rack. Yeah. But heavy. That's awesome. and, and I was just like, hey, from that point on, that was mom. From that point yeah. on. Was, that was, that and, was it. Hey, where was she, she, goes, she, where, she when goes, we got back? Uh, she, she was there. Was she? You, you just didn't get the invite to the house. We'll go into that one in a second. <laughs> but, uh, that, and then she goes, like, she hands the beer over to us, and she goes, you guys stink. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she then proceeded to do laundry for me. Hobby, uh, Jeremy, and, and Graber, and all the guys. Like, guys were bringing laundry bags to my room. Be like, yo, is your mom still here? Do my laundry? <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, my, my Mama Jay uh, hooked it up. I that got a lot awesome. of brownie points for the boys on that one. Well, shit, yeah, you're going to yeah. have to, next time we do this, you'll have to get her in. So, you know how I call his mom mom, right? Yeah. Well, he calls my mom mom, right? From the moment, from the moment uh, my mom met him, right? He he called the mom. That was there was matter of fact, she told him. She said she's cause he, he was like, he's cause he kept first of all, he kept calling her Mrs. Bego. Right. My mom hasn't been Mrs. Bego since 1980, like 88 or something like that. Okay. So, but he, he that's what he kept calling her, because he knows me as Bego. So of course, if that's my mom, that's what he's thinking. So my mom's like, no, that's not my name. He's like, it's Sanchez. Timmy was like, okay, can't forget. Kept calling him his Beagle. So from, from that point, she's like, you know what? Now I'll just call him mom. So Timmy was like, okay. That's easy. <laughs> so so every have... time, like every time from then on, like whenever I would call her, um, either either when we were in the States 
or when when I was when I was you know when we were deployed, when I would call my mom, you know, just to let her know how everything was going, she's like, "How's my other son doing?" And I'm like, "Who, Timmy?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "He's doing all right." You know, we hang out. So she's like, "Okay, just tell him I say I love him. And I I see him when I see him." I was like, "Okay, we'll do." You know, and every time, like clockwork, man. Every time we went home, man. Timmy couldn't go, like, so Timmy would drop me off, right? Timmy couldn't leave until he went upstairs. That was that was the unwritten rule. Like, as soon as we got there, he had to go upstairs, say hi to mom before he went out. You know, and, and then she, like, she would she would tell me, like, make sure he comes upstairs. I'm like, mom, I'm like, he's a grown-ass man. I can't tell him, I can't tell him what to do. She said, make sure he comes upstairs. Yeah, at that like, point, I, I like, th- th- it don't even matter. If mom says, nah. this is what's happening, yeah. this is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I t- so I would tell him, I was like, Yo, mom said you got to go upstairs before you leave. So, so, yeah, I'm coming up. And not to mention, mom always had a cup of coffee for me for, for the last leg home. So always. I didn't have to stop. That's awesome, man. And that right there, I mean, I honestly, I don't think that people understand the depth of of this, of us. You know, it's not only us. It it is it does encompass family, um, like our actual family. You know, I'm yep. sure that if my mom was was involved, it'd be the same thing. You could be in Sacramento tomorrow, and hit her up, and she'll have a plate for you. Yeah. Now, Timmy, that's I, I. Yeah. We were trying to get Arston on here because you know that's oh. my dude. Um, I got. We were in. You Korea. know, I live. I live. Me and him room together, right? Like when? we we rented a house together. I didn't know that after I left. I didn't know that either. Yeah. No, we'll get oh, there. Yeah. But yeah, we gotta get to that story. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get we'll get there. Um. So we're gonna fast forward from your barracks a little bit, and talk about when the the um the airfield boys came <laughs> from Stewart to to Hunter. Okay. Uh, the right boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you right, folk. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, there was just, a few of them too. Yeah, but, but it wasn't just it wasn't just you guys at right. It was also the guys at Hunter that had to come out of that tower. Yeah, like you, you look at like Reardon and Long, Vickery who Long. had to come out of that tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Sergeant Long. Like, but but those guys, oh, I mean, yeah, they were Long already Vick. they were already there. They they were established. Like we were camped out. Nobody knew we were we were at right. Like it was. Fair. I mean, literally. Like, I I remember I go to formation if you know if we weren't in the tower working, um, and nobody would even acknowledge us. We'd just fall out of formation, maybe do a little bit of PT or go to the gym, and then go to work. And if the civilians were needed overtime and they needed an extra body in there, like go home. Now we had to give that up to come help you fuckers out. <laughs> hey, man, man. <laughs> I didn't ask for did we not need the help? You guys could have stayed in that cush fucking job all you wanted. But then you know what would have happened? You wouldn't have met this person. That's true. Or oh, that that's person. True. That's true. So yeah, I, you're right. That's true. That's so, true. The way I look at you guys at right and the guy, even the guys at, at um before they came down, because those guys at uh Hunter weren't they had nothing to do with us. It was the the same coin, different sides of just like you at right. Uh but then when we all mixed originally, and I heard this on the podcast, so I'm going to bring it up again. Like I was a smoker, right? I, I, I still am a smoker. I vape, but I, uh, that's gay. Now, now I, I gave up, I gave up the cigarettes 
maybe a year ago and you know I'm, I'm not doing really good with the vapes i'm hitting that it's just as much as my cigarettes so but in saying that like i was a smoker i'm out there arson was a smoker so me and him hit it off right away you as you said in the podcast that i listened to with javi you just sat out there with your cup of coffee and i'm like what is this moron doing <laughs> now i'm i'm I, I i think at that point i was a, a four about to get promoted to a five you were a six no, I was I was E five. I didn't get promoted to E six until we were five, in Iraq. Yeah. All right, so no, he had a lot of conversations about. It. So I'm like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, I'm like, you want to be part of the club? Be part of the club. You can come out and just hang out. You don't need to. In my head, I'm like, you don't need to factor a prop that we're gonna have on a Hollywood screen <laughs> in ten years, just so you could put, you know, Delta Knights. <laughs> <laughs> and you know product placement whatever and i'm like okay whatever and then you start asking for cigarettes and i was probably the smartest one in the entire company i was one of the only people who smoked camel on filters yeah, and the reason was because shoes. nobody bummed a camel on filter well that was that was before that was before, that was after your uh your marble lights remember that correct when everyone stole them all <laughs> I literally showed up to work one day with a full pack of unopened cigarettes. I left work 10 hours later. Now, granted, we were doing like like sergeant's training in the field. I walked out of there with zero cigarettes. Zero. I did not smoke 20 cigarettes in a day. At my height of smoking and drinking, never once did I smoke 20 cigarettes in a day. I was like, I'm done. The next day is what I grabbed camel unfiltered. I was like, if anyone's bumming them, it's because they actually want a cigarette, not just to look cool. Yeah, the, but the, no. For you, when you when you guys came over, it it was a learning process, right? We had to learn what how you worked, and you had to learn how we worked, right? Because when you came over, we were almost like a well-run machine. It was gassed up, greased up, oiled up. We were we were hones in our Per sec, opsec, we were we were going like we knew every other year we were getting on the big silver bird. We were going to the sandbox and we were playing there for anywhere from twelve months to eighteen months. We knew it, so that's what we trained for. When you guys came over, you guys were trained to eat crab cakes and drink Shut coffee. The fuck up. <laughs> See, now you you forget you forget one thing. Like Starbucks I, coffee. <laughs> I had a tactical background before I became an air traffic controller. You didn't know Hold that. On. No, no, hold on, hold on. You're absolutely correct. However, ask a guy who was a carpenter for all his life with calluses on his hands after he's done being a carpenter for 10 years if he's still got those calluses. He doesn't, right? You have to get back in the mindset. And I don't blame you for it. Brother, I love you, right? I'd do anything for you, just like I would have done anything for you the day you walk into the unit. But uh, no one knew your background. You didn't know our background. You just knew we deployed. Which is why I sat quiet and just monitored. I just watched. I never said anything. Yeah. And even so before you got promoted, you remember you were um it was Sarah McGuire was my direct line supervisor. Yep. And then I'm the squad leader and I got all of you guys. And who was your buddy? Um uh well, let let's use buddy as a link term until you say the name. No, you know what I'm talking about. The kid from Florida. Huh? The kid from Florida. Not 
Right, if, you're, if you're talking about Brad Schneider, I yes. might throw my computer right now. Mr. Schneider. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I wish I had more alcohol at this point. But go ahead. Um, no, no. So coming in and getting you guys. And then, um, well, I don't know why I'm drawing. I should have wrote these names down before I, I did this again. Um, we had one more guy besides Arfston in our squad. Your roommate in Iraq. Yeah. Oh, Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. Bruce. Brucey. Um, like I I knew um that I that this was a, a whole new situation that I was coming into, and I was not gonna come in, you know, swinging dick, trying to I'm I'm your new squad leader, blah blah blah. I I, I wasn't gonna do that. I was still trying to figure out like what our role was. And like I told Javi, like when when I first got there, I'm looking around and I can see the dynamic. I can see how tight everybody is. And I understand having been, you know, on a on a deployment with a really, really tight group and then a, another person comes in and they're supposed to be in charge of something. It's like, well, you sit the hell back. We already got this. So that's why I, when I came in, I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm not ruffling no feathers. However, I'm not going to be the dude sitting at the desk when I look around and everybody's out on a smoke break. And I'm just sitting here. I didn't get the memo. And then I got to go help pick up cigarette butts when I don't smoke. So that's what. You said that, right? Like pick up cigarette butts. There was four guys that would throw their cigarette butts. Mm -hmm. Every other guy who smoked and hobbies in this group, I'm in this group would. And I still, if I have a cigarette, still do, I still do do it. Strip it, put the freaking thing in my pocket and call it a damn day. Right. It was the same four guys. So like when you say you had to go pick up cigarette butts, I was a smoker and I had to go pick up cigarette butts that were Newports. I know exactly the guy who did it. I'd never. (laughs) Yes, I'd smoke Newports in my life, but that's not my brand. Right. That was my brand. But I I never I never. No, but you got to understand, like somebody that does not smoke at all, doesn't didn't even (laughs) go out there. I'm sitting at the computer like you want to come hang out with the cool kids. Hey, that's what happens when you where is it guilty by association? Well, after it's a while, that's why I started going past out. the velvet rope. It's the price of <laughs> getting past the velvet rope. Hey, I'm a pretty girl. I should get in free. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I've used that line too. It doesn't work. Oh, pretty girls always get in free, right? They just get let right by the velvet <laughs> rope. But no, getting back getting back to you when you when you rolled in, right? Yeah, you you set you one you set uh, the example. Right, like you set your example, what you expected of the squad. You didn't allow the Equal Mafia, which I was part of at that point when you rolled in, to to rule the uh, to rule everything, and that was huge. Like that, I had so much respect for you as somebody in a leadership role. Like you came in, you knew that some of these guys just rolled in from a deployment. Now. Arston didn't. Schneider definitely didn't. I'm not sure Mitchell didn't go with us on the first one. No. So like, uh, no, Arston was, was all with the me. Other guys yeah, right. Were, yeah, but like all the other guys that had just rolled in, like you didn't try to assert your dominance to a lack of a better word, but you were like, okay, this guy knows what's going on. This guy doesn't. I'm going to keep an eye out on him. Like you did that with um, wasn't Hall. Because there was another kid, 
And I just looked at the pictures of us during the promotion ceremony that I actually have here. And I can't remember the kid's name. Matt, but, matter of uh, fact, hold, hold that thought real quick, Timmy. Hey, Matt. Remember when we were talking about why I, I was trying to remember why I was down in the green zone at that time? Yeah, yep. That's the reason why I was there. When 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 Timmy got his promotion out in out in the green zone, that's the reason why I was like, because I was like, damn, I was like, I was there for something. I was like, yes. I, I couldn't remember what it was, but I know it was something. And that's what it was. That's that's I remember but, that. But getting back to Shaq, like he, he did it the right way. Like there's certain leaders, and we could get into that too. But there's certain leaders that come in and my way or the highway. It's it's gonna go this this is how I run things. And then you just throw in a wrench into the cogs, and it's like, well, now we just had a an amazing unit, and now you're trying to chop it up. Where you, in my opinion, Shaq, you did it the right way. You took a step back, you looked, you saw what was lacking. And attack that rather than attack it as a whole. So that that's my opinion of when you guys came over. Arsenal was a to, to be honest, he was a godsend. He was a smart kid. He was a squared away soldier. Showed up, did his job every day, and that's all you could ask for as a guy who did the same thing. In my, you know, from from my perspective. But like, I'm not praising you just because this is your podcast, right, bro? Like if. If you if you messed up or fucked up, I I tell you straight up. But you did it the right way. That that's what we need as leaders. See the situation, attack the problem areas, allow the troops that are exceeding to continue to exceed because that's only going to just rise your star. Right, and and it was it, it's coming into any new squad or situation. It's never about me. Um, and and I I learned that from uh, I don't, you guys probably never met. Um, Sergeant Kelly, he was he was a controller, but he was um, my platoon sergeant at Fort Campbell. And even before I became a controller, um, Sergeant First Class Kevin Zimmerman, which was my the first leader that I felt was like a father to me. So everything that I learned as a as a budding leader, I pretty much learned from him. Um, you know, he was he was firm but fair all the time. He he never ever made us feel like he was better than us, but you you knew that he wasn't gonna make a mistake. You weren't gonna see him make a mistake. Um and I always tried to make sure that I set the example, but not not portray an image of perfection like I don't fuck up. Um and I, I don't know if you heard when Javi and I first talked on the last podcast, uh, on the last episode. But Josh, me and Josh met in Korea. And from the yeah. moment we met, I mean, we were rock solid. And then having him, I was already promoted, but having him come over and join me at Wright after I had left Korea was incredible. And we knew, like, we when we got there, we just, he knew he was coming to my squad and he was like, all right, man, lock in. I never had to, I never had to tell him twice to do anything. Most times I never had to tell him to do anything. He knew how I operated. So he always was on point. And, and we brought yeah. that, we brought that to Hunter and getting you guys. I mean, even Snyder, you know, I, I know Snyder had his issues before uh, we all got linked up, but you, you saw when we were 
once we got settled in at Baghdad Radio, how hard he worked to lose weight and how hard he worked to, to try to stay in. We had that kid so, be, and, and I'm going to say we, because yeah. it was a group effort. We had that kid so squared away. He made one bad life choice. And that was it. He was done. Yeah. Like, and then he blew back up again. And I felt so bad for him because he wanted to be in the army. He wanted, he wanted that life. But and I, I like, don't even oh. think that that was his bad life choice. Cause you remember what happened while we were deployed. I, I do. I, yeah. I truly do. And I also, and it, and it was all fabricated. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, so I, we're not going to talk about that. Like, we're not going to go down that road just because if, if you listen to this, I don't, but like, I love that kid. And if he called me today, I would help him out. And, and, you know, it's crazy because we talk about Snyder, you know, me being from the outside, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not a controller. So I didn't see the ins and outs of what he did every day or not. He wouldn't have been able to pass the test. But I'm going to tell you right now, um, every time, every, every interaction I had with Snyder um, was always pleasant. The dude, like he had, he had a heart of gold, man. Mm -hmm. Like there was, it seemed like the dude could do no wrong, but you know, I knew his I knew his struggle, you know, because of course NCOs we talk to each other. So we know we know the struggles that we have with each soldier. But Snyder, like every time, like literally every time I went down to see him or, or I was down there and I saw him and he was he was like, Hey Sergeant Vigo, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm, I'm doing good. How you doing? He's like, Man, look, I can't complain. So like he, he in in on the outside, man, he he had this great persona oh, like like he was he was so squared away man i never had a, like if if i had a question about a piece of equipment right hey i know this is going on what's going on and he's like hey man look this da, 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 da. and i'm like all right cool great thanks appreciate it you know and he's like hey if, if you need any help or if you need anything let me know and i'm like all right, all right and stop, you man. know what it, brother. And, you know, I, i'm gonna tell you this you you saw snyder like that was him and and Timmy, I appreciate those those kind words you said earlier, but I'm only as good as these guys. I'm only as good as Mitchell. I'm only as good as Arston and and Timmy um, and Snyder. They made me look good because they took care of each other. Snyder was squared away because these guys were squared away. And I mean, if most times if he screwed up with something, 99% of the time, I didn't hear about it because they took care of it. That's what that's how supposed to be. You want to take it, you want to take internal, man. Internal, always want to keep it internal. Yeah. So you're coming in, like, yeah, I'm gonna set the tone early, but once I once I let you guys know exactly how I'm operating and it ain't bullshit, like it it's easy from there. They they got it. All I gotta do is sit back and 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 do what I do over here, you know, and and tighten up anything if if something does come up, you know, that's it. They 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 had everything locked, man. I I they made me look good. And, and that's one of the keys. Like I, I was looking at your tagline before and like uh, reaching out soldiers helping soldiers. And that's what it is. It's always soldiers helping soldiers. From the E1 to the general of the army, right? Yeah. Like it's got you gotta be able to help each other out. And the standard set. Meter exceed the standard. That's it. That if you, you can't, it's okay if you can't. Let's right. figure out a way to meet the standard. And you got your friends, 
You got your brothers, your sisters. Boom. You don't have to like each other. And that's one thing that has come back to me in hindsight, I guess. I didn't like everybody I served with. So I'm going to just go down this path. Like Shaq, me, Arston, Sergeant Rolf. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, of course. I still talk he to was him. my roommate Okay, for a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, even McGuire. Like, we had a plan. All of us had a plan. Schneider get Schneider needs to lose X amount of weight, right? We got this. He agreed to it. Is Schneider, this after we got here, back? Here and here. Right? Is this and after we all we got sat back? with him at the dinner. What's the matter? I That's, can't hear you. Oh, I said, is this after we got back? No, this was in in the green zone. Like, we had the plan. Like, I remember going to the, uh, dinner with him, going, dude, you can't eat this. This isn't on the plan. Oh, but it's my cheat day. You don't get a cheat day. Like, hold yourself to the standard. You want to stay in, stay in. And it was because of Ibsen being Ibsen. Yeah. You know, and he he burnt a bridge. He burnt a bridge with me during the G eight summit that <laughs> I'll I'll never forget. Yeah. Oh God. So you guys worked the G eight summit too over and right, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I so because my wife at the time she was pregnant, so I didn't, I wasn't able to get down there. Um, what was it on? Oh, Saint, okay. was it Saint Simon's Island or? Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I couldn't be that far away. And we lived on post. So if she went into labor, there's no way I was getting back to Stewart in time. Got mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, so I it, I covered um I covered the shifts while Sergeant Jordan, um, I think Arston might have gone down there and uh Arston was with me. Yeah. So yeah, that Yeah, that was uh there was some Tom Fuller for that one too, but uh oh god and i I don't even want to talk about a lot of the stuff with because i want josh to i want josh yeah i'll 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 wait for for joshy too but you know there's some tomfoolery on that one now while we're on the subject of tomfoolery let's talk about some tomfoolery that went on at um (laughs) baghdad radio Are, are you talking about the fact that me and you dressed up as like we were blackwater and went into the into the liquor store? Uh, I, the statute of limitations got to be passed. On yeah, that, of so course it's passed. <laughs> so that was just oh one God. time. I didn't, I'd never, like, I used to go with the uh, the MPs. I, so I, I went with Blackwater. Yeah. It will so be. The, 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 helicopter, the helicopter pilots of Blackwater were the, they their room was right next to mine. Yeah. So I, so I got to know them. And Timmy, I, I love it. You know, I know. I know everything. Like we, well, first we talked a lot about it. You probably don't remember because you were yeah. fucking hammered all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we used to drink in my trailer, getting drunk. What? What else are we gonna do? Just talk. Yeah. Um. We used to drink in my trailer, but and smoke hookah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Javi, look at look at the butt hurt look on his face. Hey, John. Oh, <laughs> he is. He is distraught. <laughs> so, but uh, my. My favorite tomfoolery was um, I got a phone call from somebody up at Taji that Blair's coming down with the CO, who I can't remember his name at the time. Lewis. Lewis. They're doing an impromptu inspection. 
because they've gotten word back that all we're doing down in the green zone is, is drinking. And I forget who it was. It, it might have been you. It might have been Raul Stott. It, it, it might have been Vickery. I don't remember. It might have been all matter. three of us, as a matter of fact, because I know I called you. So I know for a fact what I did. I was actually on the mic on radio, and Soraya was there, and Mitchell was with me. So because we had we had three guys in the room, mm-hmm. I looked at them and I went, "I'll be right back." I shut the door to radio. I ran across the airfield while it's helicopters are still going on, grabbed all the bottles and threw them under my wood stairs into my trailer. This way they couldn't find it and push the stairs back because yeah. I had like five or six bottles sitting in my room. And then they came down and did the inspection, but they didn't check any of the NCOs. So Shaq is before, right before I got promoted, Shaq didn't get checked. McGuire didn't get checked. Brigham, who was the biggest alcoholic of the right. group. That's me saying it. Didn't get checked. It was just really my room that they came in and freaking tossed. Well, I mean, yeah. Going back to your exploits at Hunter, I mean, you know, they had reason. But no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the cat's not black, but you know, let's... <laughs> <laughs> don't make it that obvious. No, guys. I got you. But, and and you remember? Well, you probably don't remember because Josh and I shared the trailer you know he had his side i had my side and then the bathroom was in between that's yeah you guys that that still pisses me off too to this day why i had to share with mitchell in my room like me and him Uh shared a room yeah the two new guys got their own rooms uh so i mean i'm an nco in one trailer bring him yeah bring him mcguire in one trailer it was shack and arston in another trailer then it was me and mitchell in one trailer in one side of the trailer, and Hall on the other side. I was the only guy who had to share. Oh yeah, room. and Sarai had her own because she was a female. She yeah, had her and un- um, well, until Ace came down, she had the whole Ace trailer by down. herself. Yeah. But we also had we also had um, Mets down there. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So Nicole, Nicole, and Sarai had their now Del Mastro. By the way, what? Yes, I heard. Congratulations yes. to them if they're listening. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. That was that was. I mean, when I found out the news of that one, I was just like, huh? <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Yes, you know I what? Was like, hey, look, you know, they've been friends for for a long time, and I mean, they both went through their own things, so you know, it, it was only right that they 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 talked a lot, so it was cool. They found you know each other. That's all matters. Yeah, and I, and I love that. I love that. And so, ATC in the army is a so that's, very that's very small fraternity, too, so. That's my sister. I don't care. Right. Whatever. Whatever Real quick, do. get back, get back to the green zone. So, the tomfoolery. Like I heard you guys talking about Shaq going with the MPs to check out the restaurants and the liquor store, and get money to buy cigarettes. I used to play poker with the Blackwater guys and the State Department guys. And in the in and, the uh, in the hangar, right? Yeah, yeah. in the hangar. And rake the money in, and that's I would take that money to go to the the with the suburban, go to the liquor store. Oh yeah, you guys didn't have one of those, did you? No, 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 uh, no. Hobby, we, we, no, 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 no. I didn't have an NTV. I didn't have nothing, nothing, zero. zero the only, nothing. the only time, Javi had to carry an M16 around the whole time. The only all time day I had, long, every day. The only time I had to carry an M16 around was when I was getting close to the wire. Hey, John. 
I hate y'all. Yeah. I, I don't like <laughs> y'all. Or, or, I, 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 I carried an M4 when I was on the Blackwater Bird. I don't know? like what, what, what part of it is I. Yeah, I'm not hey, now see, I when we went during our first episode, I didn't mention any of this. I wasn't trying to. Did this guy? He's oh shaming. no, I, I I will throw haymakers at this kid for my all entire day. life, all day, all day. And that's just that's just the way. look. Again, we've been brothers since 2001, so it this this oh. is just nothing. But uh, no, and no. By the way, it wasn't me who started running of. The helipad naked. Who? Just so no, you guys. Was that Hall? I can't remember who. You the one who talked. No, no, about I'm the one. Who, I'm the one him. who. I'm the one who mind fucked you into doing it. <laughs> okay, that's it. I was a perfectly good salesman at that moment. I was kind of gullible when he started it. Whatever. I didn't care. Yeah, that, how those that are... how it started, by the way, gentlemen, was somebody from the fairest sex bet a male that he wouldn't do it. Let me guess. Who was that male? Surprisingly, not me. <laughs> just, I'm just putting it out, out there. That's not going to get said out here in this public forum at this point. But it was not me. But was I drunk? Because <laughs> I don't remember. I, I remember the night we were all standing oh, out there. You, we were. I got to be honest. We were all hammered. And the individual was very at the point was very shy and we mocked him incessantly about his manhood and his lack of balls at that moment so we told we said he had a small and he had no nuts wow and he finally did it i will tell i will text it to you guys right now yeah please do <laughs> yeah please do i, I won't say any i won't read it out loud but those, those... Oh, wow. no no Hob, this stays this stays between the three of us like i said i won't say a word timmy I'm do you laugh. have any of the pictures that we took with that stupid ass chicken uh, oh my god you you know what yes. i'm talking about yeah where we yeah, used to Brigham, hold that shit Brigham hostage stupid uh trainee chicken that yeah. I, I had on 17 different girls from all over every country when i went into the talk yes yes <laughs> And he got so wait, you're the, did you take it with Blackwater and have it on the helicopter? Yes. Yeah, we fucked that chicken up, man. And <laughs> and then somebody lost it, and he was That's so terrible. he was so pissed off that he couldn't find it. Oh yeah, he I, what, what he made us get up like every hour on the hour until somebody night, mentioned, yeah until until that chicken came back. Hey, all I'm gonna say to that text is I figured that, that yeah, right like. Figured that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't put that out. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. But it makes sense. I and it I was gonna, sense. I was gonna mention something earlier. I had to bite my tongue when you, when you said, yeah, okay, yeah, scratch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Now. Makes sense. So like, yeah, I can't. I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dropping too many, too many Moabs right now. No, no, we, 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 we look. We'll, we'll leave it for speculation. We get, we get that person on. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, but but no, that that stupid that stupid chicken. He tried to put he tried to put that on me, right? I knew that was gonna happen. But so I laughed at him and I went, Brigham, I'm the one who trained you on this machine. Like I trained you. How 
How is this even possible? Because everyone wears it. No, not everybody wears not it. Not everybody. This and guy's that's, not wearing it. That's what I told. I'm like, because you had to train me on the airspace. You already knew the airspace. And yeah. when I came in, remember, we worked nights when you were training me. And he mm-hmm. was doing whatever, you know, in, in his cowboy boots, uh, line dancing or whatever somewhere. <laughs> um, oh, my God. He came in one no, he's night. He's not joking, bro. I'm dead serious. I'm, I, I know. I know he's not. He came in yeah, one like, night. I don't. I, he seemed drunk. I didn't. I don't want to speculate, but I'm sitting there. I'll speculate. Well, do you remember this? I don't know if you remember this. I I'm remember, on the mic. I remember this vividly. I'm. I'm on the mic. Like we got. We got aircraft everywhere, and I'm. I'm just. I'm in a groove, and Timmy is. Is he's getting ready to sign off on me? This is when I'm going to get my rating, or he's putting me up for a rating. And this motherfucker comes in. I'm talking to aircraft. Why don't you have the hat on? I look over. I didn't know. I, I'm tuning him out. So finally, we we clear the airspace, and I could see Timmy's face getting red. I'm like, he, you know, he, you gonna talk to my 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 sergeant like this? But I look over, and I'm like, I'm not wearing that fucking hat. Yes, you will. No, the fuck, I'm not. So I'm like, Timmy, can you step out for a minute? And literally, I 30 seconds. I'm like. Look, man, I got a, 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 my soldier here. You're not going to make me wear this hat as, as a, I'm, it's bad enough I'm a trainee, but that's the nature of the job. With my soldier training me, I'm not wearing the fucking hat. You can wear the fucking hat. And seriously, I, I, I mean, I'm sitting here with, he don't have nothing. He's in jeans and boots. It, just at that moment, and Tim comes back in and he's like, look, Sergeant, we're, we're about to wrap up. Sergeant Brigham storms out, slams the door. And I'm just like, I'm looking at Timmy because I don't really know this dude, and and he's like, "Don't even worry about it, man. I'll talk to, um, I'll talk to Justin in the morning, and he'll sort it out." And like I told you before, from that moment, that there was no problems from Brigham again. Yeah, like so is it, well, and and I get a, a small spot, a small soft spot for Brigham because he's the one who put me up for control of the year. Well, you earned it. That right, Timmy, Timmy, you gotta think about it. We know, we know. Oh, hold, hold on. Still, you gotta do all the paperwork. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta press the flash and all that shit, right? So, it it's not an award. As stupid as it sounds, it's it's an award based on accomplishments, but it's also an award based on propaganda, for yeah. a lack of a better term. Yeah. Right. So he did all he did all the lead work. We got we got control of the year. We got facility of the year. We got company of the year, and that was all based on. What Shaq, McGuire, and Hull were doing down in the green zone, and what those boys were doing, because I don't know who ran it up at Tashi, but that's what they were doing up at Tashi. Who did? Fuck it. I'm trying now. Now I got to think about that shit. Probably it was probably Vickery and Nutter. Yep. Because that was last. Uh, last I think one. it was Vic. I think it was Vickery. Vickery. Yeah. Was, who's the main like, guy? So, so in that aspect, like I, I, I got a rather sweet accomplishment based on Brigham, but it was more for him for his NCOER anyways, because yep. I was Jimmy, underneath stop. him. You, you earned it. Um, no, no, I, I'm not denying I didn't earn I it. I mean, it was between you and Tez. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was between you and Montez. So, yeah, uh, you know, of, of both of you guys in our facilities, I mean, you, you fucking earned it. You know, you trained pretty much everybody on the airspace. Um, 
you you never had an issue on on position ever. You maintained the equipment. You you earned it. So pat yourself on the back there. Never, <laughs> never do that. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So I I, I know we got to get into some other tomfoolery stuff here, and we're, we're getting close to it here, gents. So I, we got about what a half hour left, Jack. Um, uh, about fifteen minutes. Cause... Okay, so let's get to let's get to some fun stuff. Let me let me let me put down the drinks for this one. Sorry, we'll, uh, we'll wait for the. I'll wait for the Arston stuff until we get on. I get on with him, and me and him can go down that rabbit hole because that that was fun. Yeah. Now tell me. Um, go ahead and shoot. Just. All right. So, the craziest moment I've ever had in my entire time. Well, the craziest moment I'm willing to s- discuss at this moment that I ever had in the army was we were screwing around. We were fucking with the British army back in 03. So Javi talked about earlier, <laughs> we, were, we were up on the roof. We're fucking around with them. Now, we had a, we had a tent that was a shower tent. So <laughs> we took water balloons and threw them at the British army as they were going into their tent. And one of the guys did not take um, kindly to it and started running up the stairs. So us, we were just messing around. So we went to go get more water balloons. So when they came up to the roof, we would pin them again. And then if we had to scrap, we scrap. I forgot we hung a laundry line <laughs> across the top of the ceiling oh, of the roof. And I went neck long into the clothesline and literally got clotheslined like I was in the WWE. Um, to be told the story, because I just went ass over tea kettles, they said my legs went above the clothesline. That's how like I was running to get a water balloon that quick. And I just went, boom, fell back. And that... That story to me, just every time I think of it, just makes me laugh because it was with my boys. We were doing something stupid in the middle of Iraq. It doesn't pair in comparison to the time that Javi, in his excellent driving ability, drove us outside the wire at Biop when the only person carrying anything was me and my nine iron or my nine or my nine mil. And nobody had IDs. Nobody had an ID. We were going to the PX to go get cigarettes because it was the first day the PX was open. Javi makes a wrong turn, and all of a sudden, we're in downtown Baghdad. (laughs) No body armor. No helmets. No M16s. The only one carrying anything, like I said, is because I carried the saw, so they gave me a pistol. I have a pistol on my hip. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? And literally, we're in downtown Baghdad in the middle of a war. In a soft shell Humvee. Then we made a U-turn and we saw a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Javi looks like Javi looks. I wish we could. This this video is not going to be on it. You you kind of look like a. Iraqi. He definitely looks Talibanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they didn't look, they, they, it didn't fare well that 
everybody in the vehicle was uh, a lot lighter than I was. <laughs> you look like the translator. You know, you know, I don't know. So yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, that was. Uh, but the uh, the clothesline thing, yeah. Shaq, you ever seen uh, you ever seen somebody walk into a, a glass door? Yes, and I, I'm picturing like a cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's how it was, was, that was how it was described. It was it was to the T, to the T. His feet were over the line. I don't know how the hell he managed to do that, but that's what happened. That's hilarious. I thought he died. I put oh, that. Yeah. It, yeah. it was hilarious afterwards. It was not hilarious yeah. during the yeah. We 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 had to stop and check him first because you know it, it was bad, and he hit the ground pretty hard. So when we checked him, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, right, good, you're you're alive." That was it. <laughs> Laughter for like a good 10, 15 minutes. Nothing else. God, but it was that bad. But, it's, it's but again, that you remember. But right? again, that you know. You don't, you don't remember the the ten times I went to NTC four back to back, right? Like you don't remember. Oh that man, kind of no, no, I would never. I would never. I mean, why would I remember that? I was still in Savannah. I hate you. Well, you heard this but guy. I, it was a fucking resident at at Fort Jackson, just oh, yeah. raking in a paycheck while he's supposed to be at AIT. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I hope you know, that, that's what I did. I hope the Department of the Army is listening to this and they come get you. <laughs> hey, it's not it's not my fault. It's their fault. Oh, it's, it's, it's never his fault, Shaq. Ever. Yeah, never. Uh, I didn't do that wrong. I was there. I was there every day. Typical New Jersey, New York accent. They call my name in formation. I, I rose my hand here. So I don't know what happened. Except for that time you were AWOL. Yeah, well, that that was my fault. <laughs> I've, I've been lucky man i've had guys like timmy i've had guys like bruce even like i said when 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 snyder was under me i really didn't have a problem with him i didn't know the whole backstory of the other situation when we left when we sent him out of baghdad and back home uh yeah you know i didn't know any of that stuff um but i was lucky man and i i again i i want to thank you for for uh making my job easy as a as a leader and Javi, you already know, man. You uh, you welcome welcomed me into the unit, um, like a brother, and I love you guys. And what I what I love, look, I I I I pulled you in the same way I pulled Timmy in. When I when Timmy first got to the unit, it was instant. When, when Timmy was kind of different because it was instant. It was one of those bonds that just it just it just made sense, you know. Um, but me being like. Me being the longest guy, because I, you know, I trump Timmy by a couple. Not of anymore, though. I beat you. No, I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, about yeah, but you know, it, it was like I was there the longest. Timmy came in after Timmy. We were we were it for a long time. It was just me and Timmy every day, you know. So. When when other people came in, man, it was like I had a I had to see if they were at the level where me and Timmy were because me and Timmy, any day of the day uh, of the week or year or whatever, we can we can turn it on with no problem, you know. Um, so a lot of the, the new people that came in, like I would look at Timmy and I'm like, mm, another one, why? 
<laughs> why we can't keep getting these new people? I don't even know these people. Where they come from? But with you, what I loved about it is, again, one, I you, I was just like you. I watched you as well. You know what I mean? So the, some of the things that you did, yeah, it kind of freaked me out because I'm like, why is this dude just being weird? But as I started to listen to you talk to other people and, and your presence, not so much as, you know, you getting in there and, and, and taking charge right away, but you you listening to people and you, you're giving your opinions. And so I saw your leadership as well, because I think by the time you got there, I think I was a five by then, if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm you were still a specialist at that, at that point. I think you got promoted shortly after that, because I remember being there for your promotion ceremony. Okay. All right. So, so, you know, so seeing your, your, your style and stuff, I was like, all right, this guy is not too bad. You know, and I love the fact that you, like you said, you didn't come in there just trying to wreck shop. You didn't come in there trying to change, trying try to change the Bible, right? You just went with it. You just listened. And then you, 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 you inserted yourself and then you set the example. All right, this is what I expected. And I appreciated that because a lot, those, look, there was a lot of people that came through that unit. The moment they got there, they want to change everything. And you didn't do that. You just came in there. You just went with the flow. And then you imp implemented what you wanted. You got your guys to understand it. And then you implement it. And then that was, after that, it was, it was, it was smooth sailing from there. And that was what I appreciated. Just watching that from the outside. Because again, I don't know your job. You didn't know my job, but I knew me and Timmy, I, I, I was in everybody's equipment all the time. So I knew the equipment. I knew the stuff that y'all did somewhat as far as the equipment went. When it came to talking to, to, to the birds, yeah, yeah, that's that's Chinese to me. But I knew exactly what you guys needed when you needed it. So when you came in there and just did the thing, man, I was just like, all right, this guy's not too bad. And then after that, that was it. That was we, it. we hit it off and then we went we, we deployed and it was it was magic. And then Joshi, my my dude can't, you know, Oh man, like a, I can't like wait to get him fit. on. Yeah, we we definitely got to try to get him on, um, Timmy. If uh, all four of us on here at once, I think it might be too much. There's going to be some stories being said that probably. Oh, my should. God! Well, um, because there there are stories like Josh, me and Josh in Korea. You think we were crazy that, in Iraq? That, no, that, I want to know. I'm some actually looking. I'm actually looking forward to the the, the Korea stories. Yeah, he because he has a way better memory stories, than me. The, the the stories of me and Josh and Savannah towards the back end, mm. like it, I was privy to some of them. It it gets bad. Two single like, E sixes. Stop being him. I'm sorry. I said two single E sixes in Savannah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear these stories. I was privy to some of that before I left too. It it got it got it got pretty bad. You know. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but no, get get back to Shaq though. Like, I appreciate. Like, I know we'll wrap it up here. So I just want to say, I appreciate you having me on. And I love you. I, you're you're my brother, just like Javi is, just like all the boys and, and women, men and women that I served with. Thank you so much, because this honestly was awesome. Like, just dropping, dropping stories, talking, you know, shit back and forth. The, the pre-stuff that we did, being Javi, you know, we go back and forth with a, a lot of stuff. Shaq, me and you go back and forth with a lot of stuff. Like, it just, 
it brings me back to those days where I feel like I'm 20 years younger. Yeah. Like I can run through walls and leap over Mount Everest. So I appreciate it, brother. You keep this going because this is awesome. I know it's to help service members out and you're getting it out to the masses. So let's help everybody out. Shaq, I love this, man. Always, always love. From the moment you, you pitched it to me last year, um, you're, you know, I've always been on board. Uh, I would, hey, anytime I could get back on here, uh, I'm loving it. Yeah, we'll, so. we'll do it, man. We'll, we'll keep it going. Um, again, guys, thank you. And um, that's a wrap. Yeah, Shaq. Have a good one, brother. Thank All you right, again guys. for having me. Love you guys, bro. Love you.